It's the August 10th, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Oh, yes. And as always, the world's leading socialist, Mahler, the fake news dog. <laughs> Good one. He's, Good a, boy. he's a socialist? Hey, Mahler, what do you think about that, huh? Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Oh. A democratic socialist. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Coming up, Russian poisoning. <laughs> Assassin drones. <gasps> no. Alex Jones. Public defecation and more. But first, do you like auto racing, Mike? Not really. Good. That's the way I feel about it. How about you, Mahler? What do you think? This got me in trouble with what? my boss. What? I said this one time. He had it on TV. He was watching NASCAR. And I looked over. I looked back at him. And I said, oh, look. A bunch of guys making left turns. Yeah. And he got I mad. Mean, he yeah. got really mad at me. <laughs> mad? Yeah. Ah, oh, come on. No, I know. That's the problem with NASCAR people. Yeah. You might as well be in a Barca lounger. I know they're doing stuff. I know well, it takes There's skill. an athletic element yeah. to it, yeah. It's like golf. You can be fat and stupid. Yeah. Take our president, for example. Exactly. He'd be a great NASCAR driver. <laughs> Samoan Prime Minister, Tu Willy Pai Ono Se Maleli Gai Oi. Yeah. You know that guy. Yeah. He called car racing a stupid hobby. A stupid hobby. Yeah. That's right. By the way, Heather is going to be awfully mad at him. Yeah, well, anyway, Tu Willy Pai Ono O Maleli Gai Oi was answering a question about whether his government would legalize and donate land for car racing enthusiasts. Uh huh. Auto racing is a sport for rich people. Said to Willie Pie, oh no, oh my lelly guy, oi. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Nathan, right there, you Thank deserve you. a round of applause <laughs> for that one. <laughs> Whew, that's not easy. All right. A pregnant woman in Alberta, Canada, she went to a McDonald's. Okay. It's not the first to one. To get a uh, McDonald's latte. Have you ever tried one of those? <laughs> no, I have not. Yeah, I, I heard, you know, their coffee over there is all right. Yeah. Not yeah, that I, I want to go to McDonald's yeah, to get I've heard coffee, it's okay. but I, Starbucks, McDonald's, not a whole lot of difference. Yeah. And instead of the latte, Mm -hmm. the woman was served, the pregnant woman, Mm -hmm. was served a cup of milk residue cleaning solution. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, It's a new thing on the menu. Wow. (laughs) The not-so-happy meal of sodium hydroxide isn't so much toxic as it is very corrosive, so it can burn your skin, your guts. Oh, my goodness. McDonald's hadn't switched back the milk line after they used the cleaning line is what happened. They have like a container of sodium hydroxide. (laughs) They made a sodium hydroxide latte. So the woman smelled the sodium. She smelled the sodium hydroxide before she drank it. So she she just had a little sip and by the time it hit her lips, no damage done. But nevertheless... (laughs) In Colombia, right-wing politician Yvonne Duque was sworn in as president... Kay was handpicked by former right-wing president Alvaro Uribe. Kay said he's going to roll back key parts of Colombia's peace deal with FARC rebels. So We've talked about this, but now yeah. it's official. Now he's it's official. in. Yeah. U.S. ambassador to the U.N. and anti-drug goddess Nikki Haley 
You've heard about her. She was in the anti-drug gods back in the 80s. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. No, I did not know yeah. that. Well, I, can, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but I didn't know that. Yeah, Nikki Haley met with Duque ahead of his inauguration to discuss the U.S.-backed drug war yeah. in Latin America. We still got a drug war I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Duque is a big fan of the drug war. Yeah. They should get along just fine. You know, fine. There, there's a theory, conspiracy theory of sorts, but a credible theory that the drug war didn't really start until they got rid of guys like Escobar, which were kind of the Robin Hoods of the first wave of the cocaine drug cartels coming to America. And when they got rid of Escobar and people who came from these villages who became drug lords, yeah. and they got the business people in charge of the drugs, yeah. then Reagan was fine with it. We were sending yeah. chemicals and all kinds of stuff into Colombia to help facilitate the drug trade. Yeah. And it, it turned into a multi-billion dollar business. We were fine with that. Yeah. If it you're just, an MBA, yeah. Yeah. Kill yourself. Yeah, kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. In Brazil, the Workers' Party nominated imprisoned former president Luiz Inácio do Lula da Silva as the party's presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. That's the Workers' Party. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Lula is currently in jail though. Oh. Serving a 12-year sentence on a corruption conviction that was politically motivated. That's they awkward. set him up for yeah. this. Yeah, this is the one about the apartment that he never lived in. Yeah. And they, they just sort of drummed this whole thing up and made him go away. <sighs> Polls show him the front runner. Yeah. This guy is in prison, is yeah. the front runner yeah. to be president of Brazil. Yeah. But the electoral court there is expected to bar him from running. His imprisonment has been condemned internationally, mm-hmm. including by 29 U.S. lawmakers. Yeah. Good for yeah. them, yeah. who said he's in jail to prevent him from running in the election. That's right. Yeah. And the guy who replaced him was more corrupt than he could have ever been. Yeah. Ethiopia's government signed a deal to end hostilities with the Oromo Liberation Front, which the Ethiopian government had previously labeled a terrorist group. Uh-huh. Now, you know how they throw that word yeah, around. They, do. they, they don't do. like you. It's not going to be long before Trump calls Democrats yeah. a terrorist, terrorist group. Terrorist group, yeah. Or KUCI. Don't give them any ideas. Yeah. At least we are. Well, I'm sure we're, we are. We're a terrorist duo. <laughs> <You're> duo. <laughs> The Oromo Liberation Front has been fighting for decades for an independent Oromia region. I like to say Oromia. That's a nice word. Yeah. yeah. Home to the Oromo people. Yeah. Oromia. Oromia. Home to the Oromo people. <laughs> Ethiopia is trying to make nice now yeah. because it wasn't that long ago, like a couple weeks ago, they uh, made a peace agreement between themselves and Eritrea. Yeah. So that's good. Yes. Things are progressing. People are finding a way forward. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, longtime leader Joseph Kabila announced he will not run for re-election. Yeah. Yeah. Well, about time. Yeah. Because he's he's been hanging on there. He was supposed to be out in 2016. Yep. Like grim death. He's holding on. But he picked his closest ally, Interior Minister Emmanuel Ramazani Shadari, to run as his successor. And Shadari is under European sanctions for human rights violations, yeah. including overseeing the military crackdown yeah. where they killed a bunch of people. Yes. They killed a bunch of protesters. Right. We've talked about the Congo for a long time, going back to the 70s. There yeah. was a civil war going on in the middle of the 70s over oil production. Yeah. Shell oil was funding these paramilitary groups, was allowing them to do oil exploration, and they've corrupted that country beyond recognition. The U.S. <laughs> Announced it will lay new sanctions down against Russia mm-hmm. 
over Russia's poisoning of spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter yeah. in Salisbury, uh, Britain, yeah. in March. Yeah. It was a Russian spy, yeah. and they poisoned him. Skripal was part of a prisoner exchange. We gave them some of their spies back, and we got, in return, the Europeans and us got back a few of our people, including him. The sanctions are slated to take effect October 22nd, what yeah. we're doing to them, yeah. the Russians, yeah. because of all this, the poisoning. Russia is pissed, though. Yeah. Uh, and they want to retaliate. They say everything's on the table. And the first thing that comes to my mind is election tampering. Because yeah. that's something they know how to do. I hate to say this out loud because it sounds horrible and dire and everything else. We're at war with Russia right now. The Russians are in the midst of a war that we have never fought before, which is in a whole other realm. They are at war with us. Information. And are, yes. Cyberspace. Right. And they are seeking to destroy our institutions and our confidence in those institutions. And they're doing a pretty damn good propaganda. job. Yeah. And, and that is exactly what Putin was involved in when he was at the KGB. Yes. Former KGB officer in charge of nuclear weapons and a very sophisticated cyber attack machine, if you yeah. will, are now waging war in the U.S. A year after Saudi King Salman al-Saud opened the Global Center for Combating Extremist Ideology by fondling a glowing orb with Egyptian President Abdel Fattah Sisi and Trump. Yes, I remember that. The Associated Press reported that the U.S.-backed Saudi-led alliance in Yemen brokered secret deals with al-Qaeda and bribed al-Qaeda with weapons and cash to abandon cities. So we were doing some backdoor deals with al-Qaeda. Meanwhile, we're saying... They're horrible terrorists. The report accuses the U.S. of being aligned with al-Qaeda in the fight against Yemen's Houthi rebels, even as we're fighting al-Qaeda in Yemen. The Houthis are considered by them to be Iranian-backed. By al-Qaeda. Uh, by al-Qaeda and by the Ar Saudis and yeah. by us. While there is some evidence of that, there certainly is, because these are predominantly Shia in Yemen. But we're back in al-Qaeda. And that's not the first time. Back in uh, the 90s when we were upset about what was going on in Slovenia, Herzegovina. There were actually Al-Qaeda fighting on our side or people who professed to be Mujahideen were fighting on behalf of the United States back yeah. then as well. Yeah, and that's how we got 9-11. And that's how we got Afghanistan, and that's yeah. how we got a lot of things. After Canada's foreign ministry tweeted that the Saudi government should release recently imprisoned women's rights activists such as Samar Badawi, whose brother had been sentenced to 1,000 blows with a cane oh. for running a critical blog. Critical doesn't mean anything other than you're pointing out the flaws in your opponent. That was in 2013, 1,000 blows. Oh, my God. The Saudis reacted petulantly because Canada wanted them to release prisoners, yeah. saying they will suspend all new trade and investment transactions with Canada, scholarships to Canadian schools, and direct flights on the state-run airline to Toronto. The Saudis gave the Canadian ambassador 24 hours to leave Saudi Arabia. Oh Saudi Arabia, the country that just legalized women driving. Yes. Yeah. And just recently announced that they had fulfilled all their human rights obligations. <laughs> Widely regarded as jerks. one of the most repressive regimes on the planet. They're a bunch of jerks. News from Bomby Countries is brought to you by the Military Industrial Complex. Where killing is not just an idea, it's a bunch of ideas. <laughs> 
In Yemen, a U.S.-backed Saudi-led airstrike bombed the bus carrying a group of children, killing 43 civilians, mostly kids under the age of 10. A U.S. airstrike hit an Afghan police outpost by mistake, killing a dozen Afghan security guys. The U.S. sharply increased bombing in Afghanistan, dropping nearly 3,000 bombs in the first half of this year, almost twice as many as during the same period last year. The Israeli military shelled Gaza. This is Israel shelling Gaza, killing three people. The bombing came after Hamas fired rockets into southern Israel, injuring six Israelis. Yeah. The Hamas attack came after the Israeli military killed two Hamas members one day earlier, mm-hmm. and so on. And so on. And so on. Yeah. The Trump administration reimposed economic sanctions against Iran following Trump's decision to withdraw from the landmark 2015 Iran nuclear deal. Trump threatened countries wanting to trade with Iran with a trade shutdown. All this even though international experts certify that Iran was complying with the terms of the deal. He wants a war with Iran really, really badly. You know, no matter what you think about the deal, yeah. how do you get any country to sign a deal with us now? Right. This is the guy that said he's the deal maker. This isn't how you encourage people to make deals with you. And the concurrent example of that is North Korea. We want them to denuclearize. They already have nuclear weapons. We want them to get rid of them. And we just broke the deal with Iran, who didn't have them, but was apparently developing them. Here's something for you to chew on. All right. Go ahead, Mueller. Yeah. You knock knock yourself. (laughs) Yeah. It was reported that senior American national security officials trying to stop Trump from screwing up a formal policy agreement at last month's NATO meeting worked with NATO in secret to complete a deal before the forum even began. So our officials behind Trump's back, essentially, worked out a deal before Trump could go in and screw it up. Exactly. But he almost blew it. Even at that point, he said the U.S. could go their own way. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And that explains that photo of this sort of horrified look on his staff's face while he was chewing out the the head of NATO. They're looking at him like, holy... This guy is nuts. Yeah. It just says so much that his staff knows that he is a train wreck. The backroom agreement ensured that despite Trump's stupidity, NATO diplomats could push through initiatives, including critical Pentagon priorities, to improve allied defenses against Russia. Jesus Christ. And, you know, these might be cybersecurity things, too. Right. We always talk about them as being, you know, bombs. No. But some of these agreements with yeah. the Pentagon could have to do with protecting us in the upcoming election. And the Europeans know full well the Russians have been tampering with the elections in Poland, Hungary, France, England. All over the continent, they have been trying to cyber attack their electoral system. If this news overwhelms you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI to lift your spirits? Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. That's KUCI.org. Thank you. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Mm. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9 on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com, on Twitter at KUCIFM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. Mm.
All right, Mahler. There you go, buddy. Yeah, there it is. Oh. Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Larry. Yeah. Where the hell is that guy anyway? I don't know where he is. I got to give him a piece of my mind yeah. when I see him, though. No kidding. In Venezuela, President Nicolas Maduro survived a drone assassination attempt, maybe. Maybe. Venezuela's economy is crashing. Yeah. So the assassination could have been staged to get people's minds off the fact that they don't have anywhere to live, and they don't have any money, and what they do have is worth nothing. Right. Yeah. They're fleeing to Colombia like crazy. Yeah. The border between Colombia and Venezuela right now is being overrun with people trying to get out of Venezuela. A drone with explosives did actually detonate above Maduro during a nationally televised speech, mm -hmm. but he barely glanced up. <laughs> <laughs> and they had what looked like it was video but there was no confirmation it was a picture of a drone exploding but then the camera goes all down into the ground and fumbles around so you never see maduro you never see the crowd you never see the location you just see a drone exploding wouldn't it be awesome if they just clipped out that part of star wars where the death star explodes and then i'm not familiar with that is all right it, is that a, a movie you've never seen the death star blow up the death star yeah. what is that all right is that okay. real is there a real <laughs> death star yes it's real wow it actually was a death star and yes it did blow up yes and speaking of colombia <laughs> maduro blamed colombia's outgoing president juan samuel santos for the attack uh -huh. so he pointed to colombia where everybody's running to <laughs> and said it was financially backed by pro-colombians in florida in florida <laughs> <laughs> That's where they all go. <laughs> U.S. National Security Advisor John I.M. the Walrus Bolton denied U.S. involvement. Oh, that's nothing new. <laughs> the U.S. has triggered regime change in Guatemala, Brazil, Uruguay, Bolivia, Chile, Argentina, El Salvador, and Panama, and tried to assassinate leaders in four of those countries, not to mention trying to kill Fidel Castro hundreds of times. Hundreds, hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have anything to do. Nah, and, uh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> and now we're all concerned about exploding drones. So this yeah. sounds like a defense contract to me. Yeah. Now we can come back to the U.S. and say, you know what happened to Maduro? Yeah. We don't want that happen to Nancy Pelosi. Right. We better get some more money. We need more money. Healthcare? You can't have no that. No way. No, no. We need more drone money. DARPA. Yeah. You know those guys? Department? I do know this. Yeah. U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. <laughs> Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency will attempt to charge a drone in midair with laser beams. Frickin' laser beams or Fri just regular? Frick well, okay. they're frickin'. Okay. <laughs> and they're laser beams because they're just having solar-powered ones, yeah. for some reason, it's not enough. Ah, but you can get enough zap, juice from them. Yeah, yeah. but okay. if you zap it with a laser beam, yeah. it gives it enough. So mm -hmm. they can stay up there forever. Oh, and here's a nice story, Mahler. You're going to like this. Right. Yeah. Right. A drone delivered a popsicle and an ice cream bar to a two-year-old and his mother in Virginia, marking the first Federal Aviation Administration approved commercial delivery test over congested areas where people live and where a drone went beyond the view of its operator on the ground. Oh, yeah? I don't know. That's pretty neat. But, yeah, Mahler, I know you're happy because... You He's president of the drone club. Airplane bought me a popsicle. Exactly. Said the toddler. Wow, that's yeah. just amazing. First words ever yeah. said, yeah. yeah. Oh, Mahler, thank you so Bring much. Bring your popsicle here, Mahler. I got a little popsicle squeeze <laughs> toy. Get it. Oh, that is so nice. Such a nice. good boy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a hell of a week. Here at home, yeah. Trump admitted by tweet that the purpose of the June 2016 meeting in Trump Tower between Kremlin-connected lawyer and Donnie Brillcream Jr. You know that guy, right? (laughs) He's a president's son. Oh, yeah. Donnie Brillcream was to get dirt on Crooked Hillary. That's why they did that. And it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. The beauty of that tweet was, at the end of it, he said, I didn't know anything about the meeting, and there was no collusion. (laughs) You just admitted to collusion. I did not know about it. (laughs) That's what he said. So it reveals that he lied last year when he personally dictated a statement released by Donnie Brill Cream. Yeah. Donnie got so flustered yeah. that he released the statement yeah. so he could prove that he was innocent yeah. when, in fact, he proved that his father was guilty. <laughs> what he said in that statement was that the meeting was mostly about the U.S. adoption of Russian children, which means it was about the Magnitsky Act exactly. and how to release the assets of Russian human rights And offenders. I'm going to pound on the table. Right now. Wow. U.S. media never, ever mentions the fact that that is essentially and is recognized as code for the Russians talking about the Magnitsky Act. They always say adoption. They never follow it up with. That's why we got these Russian sanctions on adoptions. It was because of the Magnitsky Act. The Russians were pissed at us. Yes. So they will not allow any U.S. citizens to adopt a Russian child. Yes. And the whole reason for those sanctions against that adoption was because of Magnitsky. Because and no they, one they, ever says it. They murdered Magnitsky yeah, when jail. he was in prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Gates, the right-hand man of Trump's former campaign chair, Paul Manafort, testified in federal court that he and Manafort are criminals. Right. Did you you commit a crime with Paul Manafort? Yes. That was brilliant. It was. Even though this guy is a liar and, you know, you can say what you want. Good answer. Gates accepted a deal to testify against Manafort, who is facing 18 charges, including tax fraud, bank fraud, and money laundering. Manafort's trial is the first trial associated with Mueller's Russian probe. Gates testified that he helped Manafort hide secret foreign bank accounts obscured by 15 shell companies, yeah. which were part of a long-running tax and bank fraud scheme. Right. And on the day he was let go from the Trump campaign, he managed to set up another LLC. Manafort that, did. Manafort yeah. did, The day of. To launder money through that yeah. organization. <laughs> really the nice thing about Gates's testimony for me Kind of the garnish on top has been the fact that he admitted <laughs> to cheating Manafort out of money, too. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no honor yeah. there. It's it just wonderful. sort of screwing him as much uh, as he yeah, could well, in the meantime. Well, <laughs> you, guys, you guys were along right. together. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee asked WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to testify about Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. election. Who knows what that jackass will say? I, I guess he's considering it. I know we said positive things about Assange back I, during the campaign. Yeah, yeah. We just figured he was getting information out there, right. but he was only getting the information he wanted you to hear out right, there. Right, exactly. In a newly leaked audio recording, House Intelligence Committee Chairman Devin... Nunes. <laughs> That's not how you and say his name, Devin but I like the way you said it. Numnuts <laughs> of California said his party of Trump publicans yeah. need to retain control of the House of Representatives to protect Trump from Mueller. Yeah. I don't know why this is necessarily news, except that they're concerned, number one, and that what are you protecting him from, really? This is an investigation. You shouldn't need protection if you are innocent. And the salient point is he was the head of the House Intelligence Committee, which 
blocked the Democrats from getting to a lot of very key information. This should be information that you share with the committee. Right. So I call him uh, Trump's pool boy. That's my, my nickname for him. <laughs> Federal prosecutors charged New York Republican Congress member Chris Collins with insider trading. Collins was the first member of Congress to endorse Trump for yeah. president. Yeah. Prosecutors say Collins got an email from the head of the Australian drug company Innate Immunotherapeutics telling Collins its only drug bombed at its clinical trial. Yeah. It was equal to a placebo. Yeah. So he has this insider information. Right. He tells his son, calls him up, tells him to sell off all the stocks. They gain $600,000 out of this illegal information. Meanwhile, the stock plunged 92% for outsiders. If convicted, Collins could face up to 150 years in prison. He says he will still run for re-election in November. Collins also bragged about how many congressmen he's made millionaires. So... There's a lot more to this story. A new investigation found that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross has wrongly siphoned or outright stolen millions of dollars bit by bit over the years. The allegations, which sparked lawsuits, reimbursements, and an SEC fine, come to more than 120 million stolen dollars. From where? All during his career. Just oh. anything he was involved with, he siphoned off money illegally. Wow. If even half of these charges are legitimate, Ross would rank among the biggest grifters in American history. Well, this is, yeah. Yeah. Waller, yeah. this, this is maybe, and this is saying something, the most corrupt member of the Trump cabinet. He's on the board of that Bank of Cyprus, which has been laundering Russian money for years. In Ohio, a special congressional election in a staunchly Republican district remains too close to call. Doesn't really matter. No. Because the two candidates will face off again in November. Yep. But what matters is it's that close in this staunchly Republican district. Only 1,700 votes separate Troy Balderson, the Republican, over Democrat Danny O'Connor. Yeah. In Kansas, the Republican gubernatorial primary also remains too close to call. The race pitted the state's new governor, Jeff Collier, against the state's former Secretary of State, Chris KKK Kobach, who is Mr. Anti-Immigrant and led Trump's bogus voter fraud commission. In Michigan, former state legislator Rashida Tlaib won her Democratic congressional primary race and is poised to become the nation's first Palestinian-American congresswoman. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. In Michigan's gubernatorial primary, Gretchen Whitmer, a former leader in the Michigan State Senate, beat out progressive candidate Dr. Abdul El-Sayed. Mm -hmm. In Missouri, voters, and this is my favorite... In Missouri, voters overwhelmingly by a 67 to 33 margin. That's a super majority margin. Yeah. That's extremely difficult to get yeah. because 33% of the population is generally dumb. In <laughs> fact, it's usually 40%. Yeah, it's one way to put it. Yeah. 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 In Missouri, they rejected a right-to-work law in a statewide referendum. Yeah. And the right-to-work law means if you're a part of a union job, yeah. you don't need to pay union dues. Right. That's what right to work would give you. Right. And what it really means is right to low wages. Exactly. Because eventually the idea is to starve unions out of existence. Exactly right. That's a fantastic yeah. outcome. Yeah. yeah. yeah give yeah. us a howl out. Yeah, I all right. I, yeah. And in Tennessee, Democrats are celebrating a blue wave 
that swept through Shelby County as Democrats won 21 of the 26 county offices up for grabs. This is in Tennessee, did you say? Yeah, in Tennessee. The blue wave reinstalls Democrats to power after Republicans seized control in 2010. Wow. Calling outer space the next battlefield, Vice President Mike Fence Post Pence (laughs) outlined a mission for the Trump administration's proposed Space Force, <laughs> saying it would fight adversaries and spread American values beyond Earth. Oh. Yeah, provided we survive. <laughs> what this really is is a, another boost in military spending. Yeah. You're exactly and, right. Yeah, give it to the Air Force. We don't need another whole force to sit at the table to have their budget take money away from U.S. citizens. Right. And it's not like we won't have a Space Force. <laughs> we'll, we'll have something out there defending us. That's yeah. the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. We don't need another bureaucracy to control this. Well, it also makes the likelihood of us blowing the F out of ourselves in the near future much yeah. more likely. A federal judge in Washington state certified a class action lawsuit alleging systemic wage theft at GEO Group's for-profit Northwest Detention Center. Detained immigrants are paid only $1 a day to work inside the facility. The human rights group Dream Defenders held a National Day of Action to protest the for-profit prison company, which is the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency's largest contractor. A federal appeals court ruled that the family of a 16-year-old Mexican boy who was fatally shot in the head by a U.S. Border Patrol agent can file a civil lawsuit against the agent and the U.S. government for damages. Jose Antonio Rodriguez was unarmed and walking along a sidewalk in Nogales, Sonora, when Border Patrol agent Lonnie Schwartz shot him 10 times through the border wall from the U.S. side in 2012. Unarmed. And they have to shoot him 10 times? I mean, have to shoot him at all, but... In April, a federal jury acquitted Agent Schwartz on murder charges. He's now facing a retrial on manslaughter charges. (coughs) Meanwhile, the number of people caught illegally crossing the U.S. border into Canada increased 142% since last year. Yeah. Apple, Google, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify removed Alex Jones and his InfoWars website. They took him right off. I'm not sure how I feel. Apple said Apple does not tolerate hate speech. Facebook said it removed Jones' pages because he was glorifying violence and using dehumanizing language to describe people who are transgender, Muslims, and immigrants. And Jones is Uh, being sued by the parents of Sandy Hook. He says that it was a hoax staged by gun control advocate. Yeah. That's the kind of crap he puts out there. It's almost the argument that do you yell fire in an auditorium? Well, that's the argument you can make. What yeah. he is saying I agree is exacerbating violence in this country. Yes. I, I think he's a pig. A pig is too kind. Yeah. A pig does discredit to pigs. Yeah. This well, man is a piece of crap. Yeah, he's a piece of crap. And that even discredits crap. At least crap just sits there. It doesn't know what it's doing. This guy knows what he's doing. Well, it'd give me great pleasure if you would just drop dead. Yeah, me on. Tribune Media pulled out of a proposed $3.9 billion merger with the right-wing Sinclair Broadcast Group, which would have combined two of the nation's largest broadcasters. Yeah. 
A federal appeals court ordered the Trump administration to revoke approval for a widely used pesticide that studies show can harm the brains of children. A three-judge panel of the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals gave the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency 60 days to ban chloropyrifos, a pesticide initially developed as a nerve gas during World War II. That sounds fun. Yeah. The Obama administration proposed banning the pesticide's use. They should have just done it. That's the thing with Mr. Cool. Just do it. <laughs> but former EPA Administrator Pot Screwit said he needed the pesticide. Yeah. Couldn't ban that stuff. We need to damage children's brains. Puerto Rico is planning to transport 3,200 prisoners to private prisons on the U.S. mainland, thousands of miles away from their family on the island. The proposal is part of a bunch of austerity measures being pushed by Puerto Rico's unelected fiscal control board in the wake of Hurricane Maria. In California, the raging Mendocino complex fire is now the largest wildfire ever recorded in California's history. The fire has already burned more than a quarter of a million square acres. It's one of more than a dozen fires burning statewide. The one right up here in Orange County in Riverside, the Holy Fire, mm -hmm. we've had 20,000 homes evacuated. Yeah. It's been declared a state of emergency, and this soulless jackass of a president tweets something negative about the state of California yeah. during this. Yeah. You know, if you have a problem with our policies, fine. Yeah. But why don't you wait until people are in the ground that have died during this fire? Right. On August 1st, researchers at Scripps Institution of Oceanography at the University of California, San Diego, logged the warmest sea surface temperature at the Scripps Pier since records begin in 1916. It's almost 80 degrees, 78.6 degrees ocean surface temperature. Oh, my God. And New York became the first major U.S. city to crack down on Wall Street-backed riding-hailing apps like Uber and Lyft. The New York City Council voted overwhelmingly to halt new vehicle licenses for ride-hailing services and set a minimum pay rate for drivers. Well, that's good. Yeah. That should be that way everywhere. It yeah. should have been that way at the very beginning yeah. of this. Yeah. And finally, Thomas Tramaglini, a school superintendent accused of pooping repeatedly over weeks on a high school track and football field, resigned. For weeks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was out there pooping. <laughs> Tramaglini plans to sue the police because of a mugshot taken after his arrest. Okay. He said, you don't need uh, a mugshot, people. Convicted for public defecation, <laughs> it's like getting photographed and fingerprinted for a speeding ticket. <laughs> said Tramaglini. I, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I think it's, it's a, little, a little bit different. Just a bit. <laughs> when asked why he pooped on the track, Tramaglini said, no comment. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.